welcome to the Keepers of the Monster Guild, a podcast about fantasy creatures and folklore. My name is Cole. I use whatever pronouns you want. Most people you see him. That's perfectly fine. I'm not going to fight you about it either way. And if my life was a book drama or a book genre, I should say, it would be like a young adult rom-com type of shit. I could say it. 100%. I could say it. Hi, I'm Acho Mello. I use she, her pronouns. I feel like there was another part of this and I don't remember what it was because it's been nope. a hot minute. Nope. Okay. If I was a book genre, I feel like I would be an adult fantasy romance. Is it because I'm reading one of those right now? <laughs> is it because your favorite genre is smut? Who can say? It's good. <laughs> my favorite genre is not smut. I have read two smut series in my whole entire life and I will never hear the end of it. But I do enjoy them. They're quite good. <laughs> <laughs> I know who I am. Fair. You know, sometimes I'm just, you just saying, like... I'm just saying, the good old enemies to lovers trope with fucking dragons? Thing. Fuck yeah. Here's the thing, though, about enemies to lovers. I hate it. I because hate it, the moment, too. The moment somebody <laughs> is my enemy, they're dead to me. They're out of my life entirely. The fact that, like, people are like, oh, but, like, what if they, what if we come back and make a No, no, fuck that. You yeah. piss me off once, you're out. You're done. You're Goodbye. Yeah, no, I understand that. The whole fourth wing series starts off with a guy being like, I'm going to kill this lady. And then they fall in love. Spoilers for fourth wing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyway. you know. Uh, I want to start off by apologizing for the lack of uploads. That's uh, one on my fault because I just have not Mine uploaded too. shit. Uh, but also like seasonal depression hit both of us kind of hard at the same time. So finding time to record shit has not been easy. And also like remembering to upload the few things we have recorded. Also not easy. Apologies, but also two people listen to this podcast at the moment. So who cares? But we love you guys. Don't stop, yeah. please. We appreciate you. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> we appreciate it, but uh, I, I am sorry. I just, you know, depression's been sucking. We've been busy in life, and it's been a mess. Uh, Hoping we can said, get back to a more normal schedule here soon as we get more recorded, but we'll see. My how. work became very busy. Your work was not busy, but, like, depression hit you really hard. Yeah. Mental uh, health. Not my not my yeah. strong suit. It's, it's tough. Uh, so we're trying to hopefully get record more. We are doing a little bit of fun things to try to make easing ourselves back into it by recording a bunch of like fun little episodes first not uh nothing huge right now but we're gonna mm -hmm. get back into big content soon yep today though we're gonna look back at the all the episodes we have recorded in the past talk about what we liked, what we didn't like where we can go from the future etc etc uh mm -hmm. the biggest one i want to kind of ask you is like did you have any goals going into season one and if you did like do you think we accomplished them Okay, let me pull up the actual podcast on Spotify on so here. No worries. Because did I forget to do that? Yeah. And then Spotify had to update while you were doing that bit. And I was mm -hmm. like, I got time. And then you asked me like seconds to it. I think like my biggest thing was I just wanted to with the first season, I wanted to kind of establish a rhythm for how yeah. we did our monster research. And I think we did a really good job of that. Like we we kind of found a method of like researching that worked really well for us. I will say I preferred the episodes where you researched <laughs> because God, did I have a hard time with that, but I know you love doing that. I, so. I love research. Cause like Wikipedia deep dive bullshit is my jam. Yeah. 
and researching just feels kind of like I am good at school. Uh, I got I I I, uh, I excel in school, and researching just felt like yeah, I'm doing school again. You know. Yeah, I felt like whenever I would go in and do it, like I would struggle and I would find like Reddit threads and it had all the information. I'm like, why should I research this if more than this Reddit thread? Granted, the Reddit threads are fantastic. Oh, Reddit people are we insane. We love Reddit. We love Reddit. Uh, okay. And like there are times where like you talk about Reddit threads and like, oh, that's wild. And like yeah. people like know things are just insane. But also, mm -hmm. yeah, I enjoy researching. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in the future... I feel like you could do most of the research. I like reacting to the research. Yeah. I have a good time with that. And I don't know if you're cool with that or not, but we I know we talked about it briefly. Like I would be probably okay with that. Um I don't want to put too much on your plate either because I know that shit takes a lot of time and energy. I mean, here's the thing, right? I have a lot of time. I spend a lot of my time doing nothing, like playing video games. I could I can sacrifice a few hours and do research instead of playing video games. The problem I, is getting that motivation to start is always the hardest part. It is. It is. I don't know what I do with my time, but it disappears so quickly. It, yeah. It just uh, vanishes. You know, it just disappears into the ether, and that's okay. But yeah, I do enjoy doing the research, and I know, like, I also enjoy presenting, I think, a little bit more than, like, reacting. Because sometimes when we talk mm -hmm. about, especially when we're talking about a creature that, like, I'm familiar with, I have a hard time, like, acting surprise when it comes to not like acting yeah. surprise but like being as invested like okay cool i know this i know this all right mm -hmm. moving on it's, it's like a mashing a through dialogue in a video game it's like yeah, next it's next like, next, 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 go, next next go i know this information <laughs> i get that see i don't know how i've played like D D and other tabletop rpgs is like i've I've played mostly with one DM and mm -hmm. they're so tied to homebrew and I'm I love it. Like but like everything they do is homebrew and non-combat yeah. oriented. Like it's very rare we actually fight things in my campaigns. And so any of the monster research, I'm like, I've never fought that before. I've never <laughs> experienced that before. I think in the whole time I played DD, I've encountered one gelatinous cube. I don't think I've ever fought a goblin. Fair. I don't know how. Also, like, the goblin one's surprising because those are so easy to just kind of throw in early on. Mm -hmm. But, like, a lot of the iconic monsters, you'll end up fighting them, like, once in a campaign and then, like, almost never touching them again. Like, I think, mm -hmm. I, I think I've also only encountered a gelatinous cube maybe twice. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting because, like, my DM is just so intense about his own world yeah. building and making his own monsters and everything, like... He's one of those DMs that just, he loves world building. Yeah. And I love exploring the world, so it works well. But it's just like, I feel like I haven't had a lot of encounters with these monsters. So anytime you're talking about them, I'm like, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. And even if it's like really basic monsters, it's like, I didn't know they did that. Like chimeras and dryads. Those yeah. are pretty common things, but they're still fun to learn about. Mm-hmm. Especially when you start tying in like the actual mythology of oh, them. Oh man, I, I love mythology. I... Mm -hmm. If it wasn't apparent by like the four, four of the 12 ones we did were all like mythology based. I mean, they're fascinating though, because they don't just yeah. come out of nowhere. It's not just from one person's head. It's like they have a whole history behind them and probably reasons that we don't quite understand because, you know, except for the, was it the Chimera? No, maybe. You, it was you the one with this. I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about. It was the one where it was like near a volcanic region that we talked yes. about. It was Chimeras. a chimera. Yeah. They were. Uh, their homeland in Greece was on like a 
gaseous mountain where like the gas mm-hmm. fumes kind of came up or puffed through. Uh, I don't remember exactly what gas, but there was like, mm-hmm. well, maybe people were kind of getting high and making shit up in their head type of thing. Which is how most monsters are born, I think. Well, also to remember that like for most of history, glasses didn't exist. Mood. So you have people who probably don't have the greatest of vision trying to describe things that they saw. I don't think I could have lived in a world without glasses. I am. I can't see. <laughs> uh, I think we did really good in season one, like trying to like figure out a rhythm and stuff. Uh, we are mm-hmm. going to be experimenting with some new things going into season two. I know mm-hmm. mostly with like, uh, I liked our mini games, but I didn't necessarily enjoy having the questions after that. Cause kind of like felt like it mm-hmm. disrupted the flow a little bit. So yeah. we are going to be experimenting with some things we can do after the mini game. That's like more separate from the mo- monster focus type of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm going to be excited for looking forward toward in season two. Mm. Uh, but I do think we did a pretty good job of like establishing kind of a rhythm of how the episodes go. And that was mm-hmm. a really big one with ep- both of the, like this first part of like trying to figure out a structure was really important mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. What do you think we could improve upon like in the next season? Definitely like <laughs> my biggest goals going forward is definitely uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The wor- only thing that's coming to is like expansion, but it's not that. <laughs> Like expanding the audience, uh, but it's like marketing, marketing, yeah, promoting marketing the podcast more is something I yeah. want to do better at. Because like it's we have the, we have our Twitter feed. I don't think I used it other than be like, hey, new episodes out ever. And like there are definitely things I could do there with mm-hmm. being like, hey, here's a fun monster that I learned about recently, or here's something I saw in a video game and like how it would relate. Like like there's very easy things I could do on Twitter. Be like, hey, here's a monster from a video game. Let me convert it into D and D stats real quick. And like yeah. here's a here's how you could make that into your D&D game type of shit or something like that. Or like TikTok or something like cool. that. Mm-hmm. Like getting more eyes on the podcast is a, a big goal of mine for the upcoming season. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard because like, I think we struggle with that with ADHD book club as well. Our other podcasts where it's like, it's, it's hard to know what to put out there because it's like when I've done things where it's like, I just post about the episode, it gets very Nothing. little traction but when i actually like sit down and do like my book reviews on that account and stuff i feel like those get at least a little bit more mm-hmm. well but... just like every podcast i've ever found i've just stumbled upon while looking for podcasts mm-hmm. i've never like very rarely if ever have i seen something somewhere else and be like oh that's a podcast let me go check it out you know mm-hmm. so or they have to so... get recommended to you yeah like that's another big thing is finding ways to encourage recommendations and stuff like that is hard but yeah finding incentives for like audience members to talk about your podcast is mm-hmm. something i think we something to try to do with adhd book club i don't think anyone ever went on that little train but that's another thing uh but like trying to like find incentives for people to actually talk about it is a big thing i think because mm-hmm. word of mouth every podcaster i've ever listened to is like yeah word of mouth is the best way for podcasts to grow so ask your audience to help but also mm-hmm. at the same time every person who's listening to your podcast hears it from every other podcast hey share it with your friends share it with your friends share it with your friend so i can understand why it's like annoying mm-hmm. for sure. it's like saying like and subscribe on youtube but like if you don't do that you don't get to remind people yeah. that hey maybe you should do that and the thing is though it works too like it's oh. just to prove that anytime a youtuber says hey like if they don't do it often anytime they do do it it typically gives mm-hmm. a mark like a increase in their liking and subscribing for that video I think it helps too if it's kind of like a more mid-roll sort of thing mm-hmm. where like you just do it in the middle of a video where people aren't just gonna skip past it because let's be real. Oh, no, the, moment any ad, 
the moment any ad like startup in any like sponsored segment comes up on youtube it's just hitting the forward button four, six times like cool mm-hmm. back to the video we're done like, here they have to know why, that they don't that and that's why like they're getting longer and longer especially with mm-hmm. uh podcast ads too like i've noticed podcast ads are someone going up like two minutes and it's like well it's because they know their audience is just gonna skip past them so they can make mm-hmm. it a little bit longer and for a little bit more money mm-hmm. exactly so. exactly anyway that's neither really here nor mm-hmm. there but i think it would be fun too for this podcast specifically to like invite some of our friends on every now and then like beals he would have fun. a good time my biggest issue with that is like scheduling like we record this for to step back from the metal like let, let the audience know we record these at wednesday because i have wednesdays off <laughs> like we record these at like such like a kind of strange time but i think it'd be hard to get mm-hmm. like even beals or whoever on without changing up the scheduling and like mm-hmm. could we do it on like could, could i do it on saturday with beals probably i'm thinking but. more like if we could tie it to because i'm not streaming right now i don't know how long that's going to go on but like we could always tie it to like book club or something too true I mean, there are pre-existing things in our schedule that I think we could just tack on if that would work better. But yeah. it just depends on our energy levels after book club because I know Here's that can be a little draining dealing with our bullshit. I think trying to record an episode of this after finishing book club would be insane. Yeah, no, you're right. So back to the fucking podcast that we're not supposed to be talking about. Sorry. What do you think your favorite uh, monster that we discussed is for season one? Oh gosh, the Kuatua! I, I love those. The... I love those buddies. They're there's so insane. There's something so fun about like creatures that can just literally create anything with their mind if they believe hard enough, and then always oh. those creatures are like always just tied to being stupid, dumb idiots. Because you can't make them smart. If they were smart, they'd be too powerful. It's true. I mean, they're too powerful already. Well, in yeah. their own way, but they're idiots. They're little idiot fish friends murderers that was such a fun one i like learned I that, that, that eric's it's one of eric's favorite creatures too i don't blame them though they're yeah, so they're good they're very very fun i think what was your favorite was probably uh i mean chimeras is easily up there because just like chimeras is such a fun thing to talk about for me we got to reference uh our favorite dog girl in anime nina tucker Every time I make any sort of reference to that, I just see Macha's face immediately drop into sadness. It's tragic. R.I.P. Like, Nina. Chimera's was fun. Kuto's was great. Uh, I'm trying I to, think I should actually Chimera. Have Chimera was probably my favorite minigame we ever did. Yes. The pro- I loved that for the minigame. The biggest problem I had with that as a minigame is like I can't replicate it, you know? Mm-hmm. It that's was very specific for Chimeras. Like, like, you can't do that for many other creatures. No, but it was perfect for that specific instance, I think. Nailbox was also a very fun one. Kruthic, actually. No, I'm changing it to Kruthic. Kruthic was fun to learn about. because Those a were creature. fascinating. Yeah, it's a creature I've never heard about, never knew anything about. And then, like, finding those whole, like, articles written about their yeah. ecology was insane to me. That's kind of how I felt about Flumps. Flumps. Like, Flumps why is... did they? Why did they have so much stuff about flumps? I I swear, back in like fourth edition, like fourth edition previously, they actually gave us content. Yeah, for they video. didn't just expect us to make it all ourselves. And I understand the appeal of like not having a whole lot there. I understand the appeal of in like in fifth edition and newer ones of like not having a whole lot there, so DMs can implement whatever they want and they can mm-hmm. add whatever 
reasonings they want behind the ecology or whatever. They don't have to feel as tied down to something. But it is nice to have, at the very least, like some starting off point. Mm-hmm. And it is great for people who, like me, are not as creative to have full-on like research things that they can mm-hmm. reference and be like, okay, cool. I don't want to make up my own rules for this. I'm just going to copy and paste what was already written. Mm-hmm. I think with... With DMs who like to do that, even if there is a lot of flavor text, I think that they can just remove it, right? Like, they aren't tied to it. And so I don't really see much harm in providing more information to the players, right? Well, the harm isn't going to come from the DM. It's going to come from the, um, actually, trolls are supposed to be weak to fire. Then you get rid of that player. I wish we could get rid of some of those players. Uh, do you not? Because that's what I do. I just mean like <laughs> when I DM, I'm just like you don't get to be here. Goodbye. Like from, I'm just mean like from the world entirely. Yeah. Just like hey, grow up or stop playing this game. There are so mm-hmm. many times where I see whether it's in video games, tabletops, or whatever, people who like play a game and it seems to like a point of like self harm because they're playing mm-hmm. it and they're never having fun with it. They're just complaining the entire time. I'm just like no one's forcing you to play these yeah. games. Looking Go at the fan base. Yeah, it's it's really sad, honestly, that people do that. But I think at some point, especially with video games, people get addicted to them mm-hmm. and they forget that other games exist. And it's oh, I yeah. I hate I hate watching creators play games that they don't enjoy and they just spend the whole time like complaining about the game that they're playing it's like why am i watching you yeah but when you see people who are like angry entirely and it's very common in competitive games Mm -hmm. uh not i haven't seen it as frequently in tabletop but it still comes up where like people are just always trying to find things to complain about especially online it's like why then don't play the game there's so many other board games tabletop games find something that you enjoy to play Mm -hmm. if you want a game all about rules i'm sure that they exist i mean Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there are groups that like that sort of play style. But with anything, when it's a group game, you have to find the right group of people to do it with, who want to play the same way you do. And it can be hard. Yeah. But uh, So you've mentioned your favorite minigame was uh, the Chimera, where we created our own Chimera, build a Chimera. I, I think one. one of the ones that I enjoyed was uh, the Ikea furniture, but, like, specifically the second time we did it, where I started, like, guessing what, like, they were. I think that was I really like fun. I like that, too. I like that, too. I liked when you started adding on to that. That made me happy. Is this I a also, cabinet? <laughs> yeah. I also really enjoyed uh, the fa- the fantasy food one. Mm. But the biggest problem with that, and I think I talked about it in the episode, too, was, like, when you try to find fantasy foods on Google, all you're getting is a bunch of search results for, like, the recipes for these and not, like, I just want a list of, like, a bunch of foods from fantasy genres. Mm -hmm. Foods from fantasy books and games and stuff like that. I'm sure it exists somewhere, but... I'm sure there's probably some Wikipedia article if I googled more than half a second, but I was lazy. Mood. Mood. I'll tell you my least favorite one. It was Jeopardy! Because (laughs) I was awful at that. Uh, Atrocious. I might have been a bit ambitious with that one, I'll admit. (laughs) You forgot that I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, this would be a good idea. And then you think about it like, mm, maybe not the best for an audio podcast. Maybe not the best for Matcha, who doesn't ever play by the rules and they just do what they want. True. Uh, that's funny, though. It, you know, it was certainly something. I was. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. 
Um, do you have anything you want to talk about? Things to improve? We mentioned that a little bit about like what we want to get better mm -hmm. at. Um, I think that like it would be nice, and I don't know if we're organized enough to do something like this. My assumption is no, because we would distract it easily. But I feel like it would be kind of cool to do something where it's like we have a very defined schedule of what monsters we're covering for like each season. Mm. And it's kind of like a, a teaser. So it's kind of like we do with our other podcasts where we focus on a book for a season, right? So you kind of have like a, a layout of what yeah. people can expect for that season. And then finding ways to make little marketing materials based off of that. So I've seen like TikToks where they talk about like monster lore in 60 seconds. Like I feel like something like that could be really cool for us to explore. But again, that takes time, effort. I mean, initiative and it's I hard. can record the audio for monster lore in 60 seconds if you are then okay with like editing that and then posting it. Because I'm it. really good at talking fast and condensing things down into 60 seconds. I made a whole fucking thing about uh god's lore from smite for that yeah i can do that i mean you would just have to provide me with your video and then i can yeah. edit in images and stuff i mean uh but yeah stuff like that's fun mm -hmm. I, I do think like we for for us uh we don't really figure out what we're recording next until the end of the episode <laughs> so getting like yeah. the whole like here's what's going to come out in the next 12 episodes maybe not It'd totally doable right I know. now i know uh, i think for this Go on. So we can definitely like release things like as we get closer, like like as we record them. Like, hey, here's something that's coming up next. Mm -hmm. Here's a quick little rundown of what we've been covering, type of thing. Yeah, and I would like to spend more time making more like graphics and stuff for like little little things that we can post to kind of supplement mm -hmm. that. I did enjoy Even... my little Canva Canva things. I like I like those too. I'm just thinking about something to like supplement those sorts of things. So like little like fun monster facts that we mm -hmm. could post on like twitter and maybe even reddit where it's like this is just like a little little bit about it you know that's really interesting like the kuato is making things out of nothing right like but yeah like stuff like that would be nice to try to just like again mm -hmm. like try to like market us a little bit make us grow a little bit find more mm -hmm. people to hear us and see us and like hey we actually yeah. do fun things and I think even if it's just like really minimal branding on it to kind of like incentivize people be like, oh, what is that? You know, and get them mm -hmm. to click on it. I think that would be good for us. I do that with book clubs sometimes. Like I'll post on Twitter or on Reddit and I'll be like, oh, these are my thoughts on this book. Or I'll make like little graphics or stuff where, I mean, you've seen my stuff for mm -hmm. tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. So stuff like that I think would be good. Yeah, uh, it's it's. A learning process for both of us, absolutely. We are, we started, oh God, about a year ago now. With like, yeah. after like the, about a year, we started first like thinking about podcasts and like, hey, this would be a fun idea. Uh, and so it's been fun to like learn and grow and mm -hmm. do find fun things, getting, taking those lessons from the people at Multitude, whether it was yeah. Eric Silver's like the structure of the podcasting, uh, Brandon, Google's audio engineering type of things, or, Amanda McLaughlin's uh, Patreon stuff that we haven't implemented at all yet. But like, it's fun to like hear advice from people who are more mm -hmm. experienced and try to implement that as best we can, even though we're still going to make mistakes. And uh, that's okay. We're learning. Yeah. I think that is just part of any podcast, though, right? It's like you, you will learn through it. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
even just like the first episode of this versus where, you know, season one ended, I feel like we came a long way. We learned a lot throughout that whole process. And yeah. that stuff we'll be able to take into season two and continue to make it better. And we'll still make mistakes. We're human. But like part of the thing that I also really like about this process is being able to work with other creatives. Like I love working with other creatives, you, but also like the people who made our music for this. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's just such a cool, yeah. It's such a cool process of being able to like collaborate with others in this. And that's why I was springing up like seeing if we could have guests sometimes could be really cool. Yeah. I think I love the idea of guests and I would love Mm -hmm. to get more people on here. Uh, but also it's just like one of those things that like I don't want to ask people who are bigger than us to be like, hey, can you come on guest on this podcast? But like uh, they probably mm-hmm. don't care. But I don't know. It's just one of those weird things that I feel weird about. I don't feel weird about that. If you ever want me to reach out to someone, hit me up. Fair. <laughs> I am I am bold to a point of stupidity sometimes. But hey, it, it, works, works. it works for you. People it like, does somehow. The fact that your bosses respect you being blunt is astonishing to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I've told my boss he's wrong, and he's like, yeah, I am. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's been fun. It's I'm very excited to look for season two. Uh, keep an eye out for a few other little short episodes like this mm-hmm. in the meantime, and then we'll be back season two, starting with what we promised at the end of season one with dragons. Oh, are we starting with that? Yeah, Is that what we're doing? Well. Are you well. doing? Are you doing the research on Dragon School? <laughs> yeah, I'll do the research on Dragon School. I hate that for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do all the dragon. I'll pick one color and we'll do the one of the colors. Uh, we'll talk about one of the colors and then uh, that will be it. And then it'll be another season before we start the next yeah. one, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll start and each season with a different color dragon. And that will I like be it. the theme for that season. Yeah. We're doing That's, yellow monsters this season. I was, th- I was thinking gold dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page at least. Uh, oh my God. I love thank it. Thank you all for listening. Share us with friends. I'm sorry that we've been gone. Hopefully we will be back to your regularly scheduled programs shortly. Ciao friends. Ciao.